Welcome to Inspire and Discussions. I'm your host, Ashley Janae, here to inspire and discuss. Welcome to Inspire and Discussions, Episode 7. I'm your host, Ashley Janae, and as usual, I want to thank God for blessing me to do another episode of Inspire and Discussions. And I also want to thank all of the listeners for tuning in to today's episode, which is going to be very educational and very informative for those who's interested in pursuing a career in the funeral business. And I do have a special guest today that's going to break down what it's like working in the funeral business, the pros and cons of working in the funeral business, and many more. So please help me welcome my guest who's involved in the funeral business, who's a filmmaker, and who you all may remember from Wrestling Discussions. Please welcome to Inspiring Discussions, Wade Simmons. And how are you today? Hey, what's happening? I'm doing great, actually. Feeling pretty That's good. good. That's good. That's good to know. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, too. Hey, man. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Once you get another day, you always good, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just thanking God. I just got back from California, so I'm feeling real oh, good. Okay, okay, okay. How was it? It was great. The funny thing about it was, though, like, while we was out there, it was in the 60s, but... We got, but while we was out there, it was hotter back back home here in Chicago. So that that was kind of funny to me, actually. Yeah, but you know, I think uh, California is like that. I don't think it's gonna get really, really that hot. It's just the hottest I think it may get is probably the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, yeah. You, I well, had you know. went one year. I have. It, it was some years ago. I had went. I want to say it was back in twenty ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was nice though. It's real beautiful though. Um, the weather is nice, and then uh, it's so it, you have a lot out there because I know. I, know. I, to, uh, I went to um, Vintage Beach. I went to Hollywood, L.A., and then San Diego, and then Long Beach was nice too. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We yeah we were in Los Angeles. We was in Anaheim, and then we we drove up to San Diego. But I I fell in love with San Diego. I was like, I'm like, yeah. look at Lord, if this is what heaven looked like, I want my section to look like this. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is real chill to San Diego. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, I mean, it's it's like more of a like residential lifestyle. It's not really the busy part of California. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah, Anna, Anaheim was de definitely busy, but I mean, it, it was nice. We, you know, we got a chance to hang out with family and everything. Oh, okay. Well, that was cool. That was cool. Never been to Anna Anaheim, so I'm going to have to check it out. And I'm going to have to check out San Francisco. I had wanted to go there to go to the Golden Gate Bridge, but, you know, California is so big, so it might take some time to get to those places. Yeah, the funny thing about it was my cousin drove, you know, my cousin is like, in Northern California, so she flew out. She flew out to um, and she she flew out there, you know, and um, and it was only an hour for her. But um, she said that if it, if she was to drive down there, it would have took her eight hours because she's in Northern California. So my family from Vegas, which you know, um, her her mom is my aunt, you know, and my mm -hmm. and my uncle, so that's their daughter. Uh, they're in Vegas, but she's out in Northern California. So she met she met us out there, but it was like wow. I'm like wow. It would have took you eight hours, and you in this state, like wow. Yep. Yeah, like I'm in Chicago, it and it, it only take me a few minutes to get to Indiana. So I'm like wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is though. But hey, at least you had a good time, though. Yeah, so I got to get back there. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm de God willing, I'm definitely gonna try to go back before the summer ends. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, most definitely. So uh tell the listeners about yourself. All right, well, so I'm Wade Simmons, independent filmmaker, funeral service work. I've I've been doing this going on 13 years, God willing. So I mean, you know, I've I've been in I've been in it quite a while now. So, you know, it, you know, it's a pretty interesting business. I think it, you know, it it, it teaches you to live life you know, with purpose and, you know, and just love people and treat people right, you know? Yeah, that's true because it's not, yeah, tomorrow is never guaranteed to nobody. You can be yeah. here today and be gone tomorrow, so yeah. I know that firsthand because my uncle that um came up here from Arizona, he came up and visited us and took my mom out to breakfast, went, fixed my aunt's toilet, and I was sitting at work mm. and I get a call like, you know, Wade, did your uncle pass away? I'm like, not till I know. And come to find out, I called my grandmother. And while my uncle was up here visiting us, he went on home to be with the Lord, you know? Oh, wow. See that? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I support. Yeah, you don't want to take anything for granted. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, and, and I mean, I, I feel like when you work in this industry, like, you know, it teaches you to look at life more realistically, you know? Like, you don't have to be so uptight about everything. Like, you know, you... You you just be thankful for every day God give you and you know, yeah. just you know, just just don't, you know, get so worked up about things, you know, because I mean we, we know that this life is temporary, but you know, I, I mean if you're a believer like we are, you know, then you don't you know, you don't you don't you know, you think about it, but I mean you you enjoy the time that God give you until that's it, you know. It, exactly. That's so true. That's so true. Because if you look at you, I mean you look at what's going on in the world, it's gonna definitely you know, you're going to definitely humble yourself a little bit and be thankful that that wasn't you and that yeah. you still got some time to still, you know, do what you want to do. And yeah. you just can't take it for granted. That's another thing, too. Can't take nothing for granted. Yeah, yeah I know, because, you know, the, the, the thing about death is that, you know, it's just like birth. I mean, it's always happening, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, it's, it's just a part of this life we live in. But like I tell everybody I know, like, you know, live with purpose, uh, live with intention because you know my, my thing is this is that you know sometimes like you said we do take life for granted but it's like you know um you know as long as you put god first i feel like everything else in life will be all right i mean you know we all get hit with trials and mm -hmm. and tribulations and things not going right i, I know a lot of people want to be wealthy and rich but one thing about this life, everybody gonna have trouble. Sometimes everybody gonna have problems, but it's just you know you 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 gotta have the peace of God in your life, you know. Exactly, that's so true. Yeah, because I mean he know he knows everything too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he knew when we was gonna be born, and he knows our expiration date. Yeah, and I and I think about you know I I think about in Job. There's a scripture that talk about you know how. How, how God even knows how much time we got, you know, and, and mm -hmm. even and even how it tells us. So teach us to number our day, apply hard unto wisdom. That's that's one of my favorite scriptures in the book of Psalms, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I tell people all of our days are numbered, but, you know, what matters is how we use them numbers wisely. So, like, you know, I, I just tell people to live, love, and just put God first. And, 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 and I mean, just treat people right, because like you said, like, when you look at the world now, it's a lot of violence and fighting and Mm -hmm. And people not getting alone and craziness. It's it's just oh, yeah. it's sad, you know. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's real sad. Yeah, it, it is. It is. So that's why we just gotta cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and keep it moving. Yeah.
Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And what made you want to get involved in the funeral business? Uh, so I always wanted to be a mortician. Like I tell, I don't tell everybody this story, but some years ago when I was in Kansas City, Mm -hmm. I was at a church convention and, you know, I I was swimming and I, I remember, like, I don't remember quite how old I was, but um, my mom told, well, I think, I don't remember if it was my mom or my aunt, but they told me don't move. But, you know, being a kid, you get curious. I got in that water and I started drowning. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Paul said, like, I don't know if I was in my body or out of my body, but it's like, I remember as a kid saying, like, I saw angels in the water, like, wrestling with each other. Hmm. And ever since then, it's like, you know, God spared my life. You know, I, I, I can't say what angel it was. I don't know. I don't have all that type of information, but... I know angels spare my life. And I know, like, it sounds weird saying that, but you know, we live in it. We live in this temporary world where we see, you know, things in the bodies we live in. But you know, for mm-hmm. those of us that know God, we know that there is another realm outside of this where you know where angels and things you know exist. And so, like, yep. I mean, I can't speak for nobody else, but I know what I saw as a kid, and when I saw that. You know, I knew that God was real. And so, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, I think that experience really kind of made me not afraid to really think about death. Like, and so I feel like, you know, it's a blessing that God has, has allowed me to, you know, work in the funeral business because it was challenging. I mean, but like I tell people, like, you know, sometimes we, you know, we try to take all the credit for our life, but I always say that we have to give that to God because, you know, without God, you know, I put it like this, like being a filmmaker, you know, you direct people and you produce, but God is the best producer and director we ever have. And so, like, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, him allowing me to be exposed to that kind of led me to not being afraid to become a mortician, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, because my uh, my hats go up to you for doing that because it's like you see different stuff every day. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, and, and I and my hats go off to you all again because it's like you just never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. And I'm and I mean to be real with you, like it seems like it's more younger people than older people nowadays. I know, and it's sad too. Because you think about it, younger people are our next generation and to see them yeah. just going out like that, it is sad. Yeah, but you know what I tell people is like, you know, I know everybody don't believe, but I tell people that. It's very important to keep God in your life because, like, you know, I believe that God, you know, when you walk with God, I believe that he'll he'll let nothing take you by surprise, whether it's life or death or, you know, whatever. I believe that God prepare his children for everything that's going to happen. And I know everybody don't understand that. Everybody don't believe that. But it's like, you know, I feel like when you really truly know who God is and like, you know, I understand we're human and we don't, you know, we're, we're human and we all learning. And I know sometimes, you know, when we get into religious things, people are divided. But I always tell people, like, when you know who God is for yourself, and he show you things. I mean, ain't, ain't nothing nobody else really can do to convince you because it's a personal journey, you know. Exactly. God gives you signs, too. You just got to mm-hmm. pay attention to them signs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it, you 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 absolutely right. That that's why, like I say, that I, you know, I, I may not even trust myself, but I, but I trust God with any and everything. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, because that's that that's the one you that's the one you always have to go to. Yeah, and and I mean, even like when we look at the way things are going in this world and stuff, like I said, like working in the funeral business will definitely 
I feel like for me at least, it will it will make you more it'll make you more aware of what life is really about, you know, because like I was talking to a fellow filmmaker and, you know, he was asking me a few questions, but like, you know, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be funny, but like, I, I feel like some things when God shows you everything, you can't tell everybody that mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes everybody don't understand it. Like it's, it's no use of you trying to convince somebody of something that they don't understand. But when you know for yourself, you know, I mean, that grants you peace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It do. Mhm. Yes. So like so like what exactly do you do because I um cuz I know you have to embalm the bodies and then you have to don't you have to cremate them as well? Well, so normally what happens like, you know, when you work in a funeral business in most okay. states like the state I live in, you get a license to be a funeral director and an embalmer. I know a lot of people don't know that, but you know, but but there is a separation in some states, but um, if, if you're just a funeral director, you just like make arrangements with families and, you know, do services and things of that nature, you know, um, set up. It's pretty much like an event planner. But when but yeah. when you are when you are an embalmer, you you handle like, you know, you know, any anything pertaining to, uh, you know, preserving, preserving the human remains. You know, I mean, you mm-hmm. you would handle that side of it or oh, disinfecting, as some people call it. Oh, okay. yeah, it's, an inter- it's an interesting job, though. But I mean, you know, like everything depends on what the family want. Like and, and because my thing is that not everybody want a burial, not everybody want a cremation. So you pretty much let the family uh, dictate to you what they want, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You just want to fulfill their wishes on what they would want. Yeah. OK, because how long does the process take to embalm the, uh, a body? So I would say that, you know, every case is a different, it's different because, you know, when depending on how somebody died, depending on their size, um, depend, depending on what type of condition the remains are in, because sometimes you might be able to do, sometimes you might be able to do 45 minutes. Sometimes it might take you a little longer. I mean, it just, every case has its own uniqueness, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you're dealing with somebody that maybe had like an autopsy, like maybe somebody was murdered or they didn't know how they died and, the, you know, and the, the medical examiner had to, you know, examine the body and everything, it may take you a little longer because you have to do uh, what we call sectional embalming. Where like as if you have a normal case, um, you would embalm through the carotid artery or you can go through the femorals, which I mean, a lot of people that probably don't like to do it that way, but uh, most most funeral directors, if you get a regular case, you would just embalm doing the, through the carotid artery. But if you get a, a medical examiner case, then you would have to do more sectional embalming. And so it's it's a little different. And then you I don't want, want to be getting graphic, but then you would have to suture um, the remains back together and stuff, you know. OK, because I'm sure because don't they give you a list as to, you know, you know, what what, what needs to be done or. How the how the person passed? Like how to, how exactly do you know exactly what to do? Well, so to be honest, I mean, when you pretty much embalming the body, you know, everything is pretty much the same. I think the only difference is that um, how the person died in the in the condition of the body that determines um, what type of scenario you would have to do. But I mean, as far as human remains, you know, we all uh, we all pretty much made up the same way. So I mean, it just it just kind of depends on the situation. Like, but I mean, like I said, no, no case is the same because like you, you, you might have somebody that that actually come out looking just like they self. 
you might have somebody that come out looking totally different. I mean, it just everything is situational because I know like a lot of people be like, you know, man, this didn't look like him or her. But, you know, there's a lot of factors in it. I mean, as a as a funeral director, you, of course, you want to you want to make that person look as memorable as possible. But at the same time, though, you know, sometimes, you know, you do the best that you can. And and there are some situations where, you know, it, it might be a little more challenging than others, you know. Exactly. Wow. Okay. And then, yeah. and then, like with the uh, cremation process. Well, that's that's actually pretty much the growing trend nowadays. I mean, a, a lot of more people are doing it. I mean, I, I don't see anything you know wrong with it. I I think it's just a preference. But I mean, that that's also a process that um, you know, it it, it can it can take up some time and things like that. But but I would say that like I know like some families they want to witness the cremation, and then others are like, no, I don't want to see that. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause that, cause that's what I was gonna ask. Like, uh, around how long would it take to like cremate a person? Yeah. Uh, I think I think depending on like the machine is different, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, some sometimes sometimes things like that are a little more complicated because everybody have different type of technology and stuff, you know. Mhm. And technology is getting better every day too. It's it, it, it's it's getting it's getting better, but it's like I feel like it's pros to cons and that too, you know. Mhm. Uh, oh yeah. Because I always tell people, I, you know, I don't I don't mean to sound funny, but I always tell people if God created man and we went wrong, anything that man make is subject to do right or wrong, you know. Mhm. <laughs> That's just kind of the way I see it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now, do you think people may choose cremation for the price or, you know? No, I think I think sometimes it's just a preference. Um, I think it's not so much about the price. I I think some people just rather be cremated, you know? Yeah. Mm. A lot of people would think that. But, you know, I I just think because, you know, there are some people that be like, you know, when they transition, they don't even want no funeral service. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's different, you know? Yeah, and then and, some people do be having them with them final wishes too, what they may yeah. want done to them and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know, I respect, I respect everybody for like their beliefs and what they want oh, because yeah. it's like you know because to me the thing is that you're servicing the family, and, and my thing is that like you know with being a funeral director, I never set out to do one thing. I've always, you know, been the kind of person that like I've always wanted to kind of you know do multiple things, and so like because like when you're in this business sometimes you know you might have to give a little more than you take i'm i mean it is a business and, and and you have to make a living for yourself but you know i feel like when you have other incomes you can you can be more flexible you can be more flexible with it you know mhm yeah yeah that yeah. that's true that's true yeah so now could you explain like your first day of working at the funeral home what was it like yeah uh, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. I can't, it's been so long ago. I really, I really don't remember. I can't really remember it like all the way. Cause I, like I said, I, I've been doing this for 12 years now. Yeah. You know, 12, 12 years of my life. And like I said, I don't, I don't regret it. You know I mean? There, there have been some things that didn't go exactly like I planned, but, but I, but I feel like God has like truly worked it out in my favor, you know? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's like you was meant to do it. Yeah, you know, and I, and I believe that because, like, the the funny thing about it was, like, you know, when I went to mortuary school, I had a rough time because it's real hard. Like, like a lot of people may not know this, but 
when you go to school to be a mortician, you got to take it, mom. It got to take a lot of anatomy and a lot of that stuff. And some of that stuff, to be honest with you, you will probably never use. But of course, you know, we 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 live in a society where they have to, you know, uh, take you through all these rigorous courses or whatever to kind of get what you want. But it was rough, and it got to the point where I actually had to start over. I thought about dropping out, but you know, oh. I, I went ahead and went through with it. And then, like when I finished the program. I was struggling to pass the exit exam. And so I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just prepare myself in case this don't work out. I go, you know, do something different. So I went to film school. And as soon as I, as soon as I enrolled in film school, I ended up passing the funeral director side. And then after I finished, uh, and then after I graduated film school, I ended up passing the embalming, which is the science side. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, so it's been a uh, excuse. Me, I'm standing outside. Let me get back in the car. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's been, it's been an interesting situation, you know. Yes, yes. Like I said, my hat's going to you because I don't know if I'd be able to do that because, like I yeah. said, it's different situations. You know, yeah. you get infants, you get younger, younger people, you get older people. It's like it's so much. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I like the fact that you had a lot of plan. You had a lot of backup plans too. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, in this life, you know, you, you pretty much have to because like, you know, my thing is working in a funeral business. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but it's like, you know, you see the reality of life and time doesn't wait for anybody. So like, you know, mm -hmm. me, I'm always a person that like one thing about time. I know people, you know, I don't waste my money. But to me, you know, time is worth more than money because you can all if you run out of money, you can always make more. But if you run out of time, you can't do nothing, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And, and then, like, and then, and then, uh, what other qualifications do you need to be in the funeral business? Because I heard you just said you have to go to school, of course, and you have to pass, you know, a, some exams too. So, what else would you need? Uh, so my thing is that to be honest, anybody can be in the funeral business if they want. Now, every state is different. Like, um, some states will allow you to own one and not be licensed, like the state I'm in. But my thing is that if you're gonna own one. This is just my own personal belief, but if you own one, I believe you should at least make an attempt to get licensed because to me, if you're going to be in the business, uh, first of all, I always say that you are your own greatest employee because like one thing about me, other than God, I don't like to put my fate in anybody's hands. And I'm not trying to be funny when I say that, but it's like if you're going to own something, you should be able to do everything that your employees can do. You know, because you might, because I feel like other people, don't get me wrong, like, you know, you may be blessed with a good staff, but I feel like nobody else is going to treat your business like you would. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's why it's so important to just um, make sure you have the right people uh, working in there. Yeah, because especially nowadays, like jobs, I mean, don't get me wrong, like a lot of, uh, you know, that's that's one reason why. I believe that they're, they're pushing AI. Like I, I believe they have other agendas to it, but that's one reason why they're pushing AI too, because a lot of people nowadays don't want to work. It's not that's everybody, but it's a nice amount of people don't. Uh-huh. And it's and it's yeah. all about finding dedicated and passionate people too. You just can't oh, yeah. anybody to do it. Oh know? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because this type of work here, you have to be passionate and dedicated. Absolutely, because again, you know, you can always you, I put it like this because, but that's why, like I say, you should want to be licensed. But like, you know, this business is is not a normal business because, like, it is a business from a standpoint of 
you know, you make a living, but the thing about it is like, it's, it's like being a police officer or a firefighter. Like it's a situational job. And some days you might be off, you know, they, you know, they might call you in because emergencies come up or you have to do, and, and you can't tell the family if they call you and say, we need you to, you know, uh, pick up my, uh, you know, pick up some lady that lived to be 110, you know, they don't want you to tell, well, you know what, we're going to come get a lady. Like they want you to come mm -hmm. now. Yeah. You know? In a situation like that, you got to come. Cause mm -hmm. I do know that, you know, I don't want to sound too graphic, but it, the, the body might start to smell a certain way if it's left out for too long. Yeah. 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 That too. But see, the thing about the funeral business is not commercialization it's personalization. Right. And so, like I tell people, like, even if you have a big business, like, you have to understand that every family, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, there are some capacity people in the world, but every family love one matters to them. And, and what do most yeah. funeral homes say at the end of it? They say, thank you for entrusting your loved one to us. So if a family thought about you enough to provide them service, and you want to go over and beyond to let them know we appreciate you. And even though, you know, this is a difficult time and, and you yeah. know, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, you know, sometimes you do have some people that, you know, that live a full life and, you know, they're ready to go home and be with the Lord. Other times you have, um, you know, really bad circumstances, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's, it's not a good thing, but you want to make it as good as possible for the family. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's all that matters. So long as you, uh, you fulfill the family's wishes on what they yeah. want. Yeah. Yep. And I tell people too, like, don't never in this business, never say what you don't mean. Always be genuine with people. That's so true because it's already, it's hard as it is. And we just was talking yeah. about earlier. It's so unpredictable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, know, you was with that person this day. Now it's like you preparing for this type of stuff. So yeah, yeah. you do want to be as, as, um, you want to show as much. You want to be genuine as possible. Yeah, because you know yeah. like, you don't it's you don't know because people can tell when you're being fake or phony. You know. Yeah, and, and then and then if you're gonna and if you're not gonna be genuine, then it's not gonna be the business for you. So in a situation yeah. like you know, you gotta be genuine. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we all are human too. We do have feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was you gotta always treat people right because you know you yeah. you know the, the one thing I say about life and even death right like you just never know. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true, and and I see why it's so important to have life insurance too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I know funerals. I mean, how much do they average? If you don't mind me asking. Well, you know you can end, well nowadays I I would say rough, roughly but roughly between six thousand and up. You know. Yeah, so yeah, that's why it's so important to have that life insurance because you got people that don't have it and they got to come out of pocket. Now, 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 I ain't trying to be funny, but you know, but you, but you, but you know, but I ain't trying to be real funny, but you know how black folks are now. now we'll do it for the discount, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, but, but most people in the business, you know, they 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 charge about six thousand and up, you know. Mm hmm And it's like they want the money up front too. Oh yeah, yeah. Some some pe some people don't, but that's why I always said like, if you're gonna be in this business, you know, this this just my opinion. But you know, I I can't speak for other people. But for me, I would I like to have multiple streams of income because like you know you don't want to be to the point where you drain the families for money. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. You know that to me that's not a, even though this is a business like it's just not you know it's not good. You know. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, you just want to prepare. I mean, and you see a lot of commercials talking about life insurance and stuff. Yeah. So I do think that people should just should just take advantage of it. And then it seemed like the uh payments are not that much either. Yeah, but yeah, you know, so even but even but even but even with life insurance, like I would tell people just you know, if, if you get policy, just make sure you get it with somebody you can trust, you know. That's so true. Yeah, have, make sure you have surprised. trust. Yes, yeah, make sure you have trusted beneficiaries. Yeah, because you'll be surprised. I mean, it, it was some families back in the day, you know, when they got ready to cash in the policy, you know, somebody done spent it up, you know. Oh, see that? And, mm-hmm. and that's so sad, too. It's like you need it at, at, at a time like that and you don't even have it. Yeah. So, yeah it's sad, though. Yeah, so that's why it is important to find trusted beneficiaries and then don't share a lot of information with people either. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, and then they have the family disputes about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, I know somebody that lived to be like 97 and he said when he died, he said, tell his family, he took it all with him, you know. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, you know, like I said, you know, like, that's why, like, I always have a high respect for you know, the older generation, because I'm like, if God allows somebody to live that long, that's a blessing. Yeah, because I look and, at my great great uncle. He lived until he was 98. Yeah, and I tell yeah. people, like, a lot of times people be looking for stuff to happen to the older folk. I'd be like, you know, we you better hope we live long enough to get to where they are. That's so true, because yeah. them digits that, we, that you just said are not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why it's so important to just uh, don't take life for granted and also yeah. prepare if God forbid that was to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then what other positions do you all offer in the funeral business? Because I know it seems like there's so much you can do. Uh, I mean, you got you got limousine drivers, you got removal staff, you know, you, 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 you got obituaries and programs and media. I mean, the funeral business has changed. A whole lot, you know. I mean, it's it's a lot you can do. I mean, you know, you of course you need janitors, you need musicians, you need ministers, you, you know, you need some everybody, you know. Mm. Yeah, but that's good. Then it's it's so many positions though, because you got some people that might feel comfortable with doing certain positions. So that's kind of wondering, like. Now I'm gonna tell you one thing though about some of the ministers in the funeral bill. Like, I ain't being funny, but you know, some of them <laughs> need to change their sermons up. You know. Oh. <laughs> You know, you can't get up on everybody saying the same old thing. Like, you know, now this is my belief, but I feel like when you minister, you you supposed to minister as the Lord, as, as the as the as the Holy Spirit instruct you. <laughs> and you can't convince me that he tell you to say the same thing over everybody. Yeah, because some people just don't know how to eulogize. Some pastors just don't know how to eulogize. I'm telling you, you know, and I mean, I'm not saying that to be funny, but it's like, you it's know, to truth. me, when you get up there, you supposed, you supposed to be saying something to help the people, not nothing just to be up there talking, you know? It, it, right, exactly. Talking about stuff that they don't have nothing to do with. Yeah, collard green potatoes and uh, what they got to do with God and what they got to do with the person, you know, unless they yeah, was a chef or something. Because I done heard situations about people... <laughs> When they start, uh, when the pastor start eulogizing the people, they said some people will walk out of the service if it wasn't what they wanted to hear. You know what? Some years ago, I seen, I never forget that I seen the preacher running out the chapel with his robe on. Wait a minute, he ran. <laughs> yeah, they, they ran the preacher out the chapel. Get out. Yeah. You, uh, like literally ran out the chapel with his robe on. Yeah, he took off running. <laughs> Heck, he nah. So that tells you right there, son, one right. 
Well, but you know, you know, we we have to also understand that we live in an ever changing world where like people are different. And I mean, you know, it used to be a time where everybody would want a preacher, but now, you know, sometimes you may have some family that don't want all that. You know, I mean, you may have some people that have a non-traditional uh, funeral. Like, I mean, it might it might be something totally different from what you expect. You know, exactly. So yeah, that goes back to what we were saying. Some people just may not know how to eulogize, and some people just yeah. want what they want. They just want a yeah. nice little memorial for me. Yeah. Over. And the and the yeah, and, and the unique. Like yeah, and the unique thing that I learned is that even with being a Christian, right? Because I mean, I, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord Jesus and things like that. But you know, I always yeah. say that. Even even what a person believes, sometimes the family may not even want a family may just want you to totally make it about their loved one. You know? That's true, and, and that's what it should be about a celebration mm -hmm. of their lives. Yeah. That's how it should be. And, and, and that's why some people say homegoing services, yeah. and celebrations. Because that's because what I it feel, should be about. Yeah, because I believe the greatest sermon anybody ever preached is the way they live their life. You know, and, that's so and true. I mean that's not that's not to say that we're perfect, but I mean as long as you know, they but they believed and, and did things as God led them, then you know, you gotta lead the rest up to the Lord, you know. Exactly. I, don't, I don't try to get all in people's business or you know, who went where and none of that. Like I said, that ain't my business. I, I just I just hope by the grace of God I make it, you know. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's so true. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that you get the heaven that you that you get to heaven. That's that's yeah. what everybody's goal should be. It's just uh, you know, preparing to go mm -hmm. to heaven one day. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that should be the only goal. But like I tell people, no matter what we accomplish in this life. Yeah. It, it, exactly. And it's all about making the most of it. Yeah. Man. But I mean, you know, it, it. but to me, I always say, like, you know, if, if you live your life the right way and you do the best you can and you just trust God, you don't have nothing to worry about. It, exactly. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, and then too, like, what's a typical day for uh, anyone that works in the business? You know, when you work in the business, you don't you you be prepared for the. Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that is because, like, you know, you think about it, you get a call, somebody was just walking around having a normal day, and somebody tell you, um, "We we call you because my loved one unexpectedly passed." And like I said, mm -hmm. you can't tell no family, "Well, we'll go get them next week." Now nah, they've been went somewhere else. You gotta. <laughs> It's kind of like when they call you, you got to go. When I was in mortuary school, uh, we had one teacher. And he told us like this. He was our teacher, but he said, if my dad called me saying I got to pick somebody up, I got to go. Class is over. You know? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yep. So yeah. you can get a phone call at any time. It seemed like you get a phone call at 10 o'clock at night or, si or 3 o'clock in the morning. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, that, that's why I said it's, it's like being a firefighter. Like, is like being a paramedic. You know, you, you, you have to be willing and ready to serve, you know? Yeah. Cause you just never know. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you know, and like I said, I don't, you know, you don't wake up every day like, you know, you know, happy about it. You just, you know, if if if, if the family chooses to allow you to come, you come, you know, like because even though I work in the business, one thing about me, you know, and a lot of people, you know, what might be shocked by this, but like, you know, things happen. I don't be all like a vulture, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, trying to get business and nothing like that, you know, I feel, feel that, that people, people will choose where they want to go, you know, and, mm. and, and I feel like wherever a family go, if it's somebody I know, I'm going to support them no matter where they go, you know? It, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So that, yeah, it's just like I said earlier, it's all about dedication and passion. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. you know, I, I feel like, you know, in this business,
You know, you don't want to be like a vulture, like, you know, come to me, come to me. No, you know, people will choose where they want to go. Mm, yeah, yeah, that, that that's so true. So, yeah. excuse me, I'm assuming you don't get a lot of sleep either. Uh, well, I do because like, you know, because me, I'm right now, I'm kind of doing this part time. But I mean, I'm, I'm waiting on my intern license to come in. Actually, once that comes in, I'll be doing some, you know, God willing, a little more embalming and stuff like that. But other than that. You know, I do my filmmaking stuff during the uh, week. Like, like to be honest, like that's why, like with pro wrestling lately, I haven't even really had the time to really move around in that because I've been, I've been so busy with film. And you know, if the Lord say the same, I got a film premiere coming up here in Chicago and stuff. So it's it, we. I've been working. Like I, I don't. To be honest, I all days because, like, you know, even though I'm, I'm at the funeral home four days a week. Uh, I mean, but when I'm here, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Man, you got to just stay busy out here and productive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a business that will, whoo, it will, it will make you, it will work you. And like yep. I said, but you know, you, you, but you got to have a balance too, because, you know, because again, you know, you, you, we're not exempt from things, you know, mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that this business will definitely show you how fragile life is. So you got to take care of yourself. You know? Yeah, that's true. Eat, that's true. Got to you eat might have right. moments. And, and sometimes you might need to take a day off or so, you yeah. know, take a vacation or something. Because, you know, this, this job can get a little rough sometimes, you know. Oh, yeah, it can. It can. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I say that, because it's not so much about just dealing with grieving people. But, I mean, you know, let's be real. In our community, there's a lot of violence. You know, and, and I'm not saying in all of our communities, but and you know, they're still our brothers and sisters too. But you know, sometimes you know, people not not getting along, and it leads to you know tragedy and people killing one another, things. And then when yeah. you do those type of services, you know, you're not you're not judging anybody, but it's like you got to worry about retaliation. And, and like I said, I don't judge my brothers yeah. and sisters for it because you know, every everybody's thinking is different, but. So just you being aware of the circumstances, you have to be careful. That's true, because I heard about some situations like after the funeral's over, with the, you know, uh, you hear gunfire. Um, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, that was that was a service. That that was a service here at my job. You know what I'm saying? In the family, and this is not the first time it happened. It happens quite a bit, but a family, you know, um, uh, marriage is another thing that get family fight. See you that know? one. And uh, I guess the lady, her husband died. And I guess she, from what I know of it, I can be wrong. But from what I found out was that the husband's mother and her weren't on the same page. And the mother showed up to the funeral. And then some of the mother's side of the family, because it was her son that passed. And okay. the son's wife, I guess, kind of didn't have nothing to do with with his side of the family. And it started a mess and they got ready to... And I mean, it got to the point where we had to go in the chapel and end the service. That is so sad. And then after we ended the service, the police had to come up here. Then, then one of the family members tried to fight the police. It was just crazy. Oh, nah. See, that is so sad. And and you know what? That's disrespectful to the person that passed away. It is. Very it disrespectful. Is. My thing is, if you have issues, you settle that outside of that service. You don't do that within some in somebody's service, or you do that outside. You have to be respectful about stuff like that. Yeah. And you know what? You are absolutely right. But, you know, sometimes emotions get flared up. And, you know, I always say people are human. And sometimes, 
you know, it may be justified, but I always say that somebody got to have some sense. You know, you know, yeah. somebody got to be willing to say, you know what? It, 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 it is what it is. I'm going to put it in God's hands. And I'm gonna, because you know what? At the end of the day, it, it's not going to change the situation. You know but, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. Yeah. And then my thing is, you know, it's just all about respect at the end of the day. You know, you wouldn't want nobody doing that at your home going service. So why would you do it there at somebody yeah. else's? I'm telling you, in this business, you will see a lot of stuff. I mean, like you, that's why I say prepare for the unexpected. Like, like, like us, uh, over the years, I've seen a lot. You know, I mean, even family, brothers and sisters fighting over insurance money and all that. It's just crazy. Cool. See that? It's sad though. And and, and then if and then that's why people have wheels and stuff. It'll be in the wheel on what the uh on what the person wants the other people to have. And then but even but even when but, but even when parents leave a wheel, you will be surprised. Oh yeah, they still want to fight, 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 and then you be hearing stories. You be hearing stuff coming out of the woodwork. Oh well, he had another son. Oh, he had another yeah. daughter. You know stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember we had a service for a guy. He had, I think, seven wives. Oh my god. And my and you know I got one coworker. She she real she real curious. I'm like, you mean all them women got along? I'm like, look, I I don't get into people. You know, okay. but, 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 but I mean, hey, you know, I mean, you know, a, a funeral is about the person and it's about, you know, celebrating their life, you know. But man, seven. What type of person, whatever type of person they were, that, that's between them and God. But, you know, your job is to just make sure everything runs smoothly. Exactly. Because you got to stay professional, even though you might be hearing some uh, steamy stuff there. But it's like you got to still be professional about yeah, it. Yeah, but I got I got one coworker that like, she she like to get lit. But I don't, you know, like I said, uh -huh. I, I, I let people live their life in that between them and God, you know. Yeah, because you don't want to get involved in stuff. But I, mean, you don't but I mean, one thing about this business, though, is like, you know, you come across people from all walks of life. And I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where some days, you know, some, some days you can see why God, you know, would allow you to do something like this. Because, like, you know, I mean, some, sometimes you get to you things from people you know you and it really kind of make you reflect on your own life you know mm-hmm yeah yeah I do but man yes and, and then I was just gonna ask like um so what are you know some of the um some of the pros of working in the uh, funeral industry well I think one of the one of the pros of working in it is that you know it is it, a is a really professional job, and you get to make a lot of connections. I mean, you you meet a lot of people, and I mean you and I mean you get to help people. But I mean to me to and and to, and to be honest, I'm not gonna lie to you. It it it, it is it can be a lucrative business. Oh you know, yeah. Don't get me wrong. That's why some people get into it because you know. Don't get me wrong. Every, everybody ain't doing it because you know it's hard yeah. to do it. Some people just do it as a profession. You know. Mm hmm. I mean, you know, so I mean, that's one of the pros. But I mean, all like, you know, it's a constant reminder that 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 we won't be here forever, you know. And, and I know some people can say that's not a pro, but to me, it is a pro because like, it motivates you to like really pursue your dreams and really like not sweat the small stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, you know, it, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Now there, mm -hmm. now there are, now there are some cons to it.
Yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask that too. Like, what are some other? Because you don't pretty much broke down some of the other some of the cons that you you know that you may encounter. But what are some other cons that we well, might not? Yeah. I think I think one of the cons is that if it doesn't turn out right, then people are really mad at you. Oh, I mean, you know, the things that can go wrong. I mean, it's really bad because, like, you know, sometimes some things are out of your control, but but it's like you will get the blame for some things. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I remember a time there was somebody that got killed, and that was, and I overheard a girl say, like, um, you know, I overheard a young lady say, like, you know, why did this, why do everybody they do look like this or whatever? But then you be sitting there thinking, like, well, you know, sometimes it ain't it ain't us, you know, the situation. I mean, you figure you got somebody that got shot in the head or in the face, you know, they're, they're not always going to look exactly like themselves because you you might have to do a little extra work to even get that person viewable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that take a lot to do that, though. Yeah, especially, like, if you have to reconstruct a face, like, you know, sometimes people's face may not be the same and you got to put them back together. So, of course, you know, it's not going to always be perfect, you know? Right, but you can only do the best that you can do to, uh, to try to make them look, you know, still like mm -hmm. themselves in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, cause like people don't realize if you see the condition that we get some people in, you know, maybe they would understand, but that's the thing that a lot of times, you know, people don't understand that the that situational cause you know, don't get me wrong. You can be the best. You can be one of the best embalmers or one of the best uh, funeral directors, but there are sometimes it's just not much you can do. You know? Is that depending on a condition, though? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's all about understanding, you know. I mean, long as they do the best that they can do. And the other thing is the liability of owning one because it's in this business. It's so easy to get sued, or it's so easy for things to go wrong. You know, you got to you got to make sure you got the right person and all those. It's a lot. Like like I tell you something that really happened to me, and, and you know, I was kind of upset about it, but I remember. I never forget it. This was some years ago. Mm -hmm. There was a guy, because, you know, I don't know if you noticed this, but a lot of times when people come to the funeral home, right, mm -hmm. sometimes they don't give you the deceased's name. They okay. give you they give you the name of another family member. Wow. So, so, this, so this guy comes in and say, I'm here for the Smith family. And so we have like three chapels here. So like in the first chapel, that was somebody else. In the second chapel, we had a Smith in there. So. I said, well, Smith is in the second chapel. He went in there that one thing. Then he going to the main chapel and say, oh, you know, bro, you sent me to the wrong room. So I said, I said, well, hey, man, what name did you give me? You know, and, and see, he and so the guy was trying to make it like I was wrong. But my thing is, as a mortician, right, if I go to the hospital and somebody's last name is Alex Johnson, but his daughter's last name is Smith. When I go to the hospital, I'm not picking up Alex Smith. I'm picking up Alex Johnson. If I right. go in there... And they give me Alex Smith, then I got the wrong guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So people have to think about that. Like in this business, names are very important. Names because you can have you can have somebody with the same name, you can have somebody with a close name, but you have to you have to give us exactly who you're here for. Exactly. So it don't be no miscommunication too. Mm -hmm. and so then, the guy. You know, so the, so the guy, he came at me like, you know, bro, you sent me to the wrong room. And so like, but see, the thing about me is that, you know, even though I try to be a nice person, me, if I ain't wrong, you know what I'm saying? I ain't go, I'm not, I said me, I'm not one of them people. If, if, if I'm right about something, I stand on it. Exactly. If I'm wrong, you know, I'll come back and, 
and apologize, but this guy, like, and, and like I told the guy, I said, what name you give? You know, I was, I was trying to stay professional or whatever, but like I said, but you, I don't, and see, I'm not going to lie, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in this business when people come in here and they give you somebody else's name and they hear, like, I'm like, when you come to a funeral, you should know who you're coming to see. Like, I'm not trying to be it's funny true. when I say that, but it's the truth. You, you know, you come in here and say, I'm looking for Alex, uh, Alex Reed. And then, and and then the the person name is 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 Alex Walker. Like I said, you got the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know? are, yeah, you got to make sure them names are correct. You just can't, um, you know, you you can't just assume that they that they know who you're looking for because it don't work like that. You know, I'm telling you now, I'm 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 gonna keep it 100 with you, like you know, because I know a lot of people in the business, and and, and I'm not gonna lie, like I was um. You know, I, I I was with a friend one time, and I and I kid you not, this really happened. I, I, I was I was with a friend one time, you know, and at, and at their funeral home, they had they had two people with the same exact name. Wow, middle name too. And the only difference was like the birthdays. But anyway, the family came and viewed, and they looked at the guy like, "Wait a minute, you know, y'all y'all put hair on his head and all this stuff, but and turned out that wasn't him." So. You know oh, what I'm saying? So, so like I said, these two guys have the same name, but it, but it, but you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like you have to be really careful. So that, so that's one of the cons in this business that you know, if you're not vigilant, you can make a, you can make some mistakes that's gonna cost you. No, you know? yeah, yeah. But then see, that's why, yeah. But then that's why it's important to know that person's name, and I see it's important to know that person's birthday too. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's why, like I said, when people come to a funeral, know who you're coming to see. Don't you know? I understand some people haven't seen people in a while because some people get married and their name change. But still, right. you know, yeah. if you coming to a funeral, you better know. You better find out who you're coming to see because you know they might have people with the same name. You never that's know. True. Yeah, coincidence happen every single day. So yeah, mm-hmm. man. I, I I mean I tell you, like I've been I've been at work and and people have have came for two people at the same time. You know. Wow. Hmm. But yeah, again, that's why it's important to know them uh, people's names mm-hmm. and, and, and sometimes the birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then what are some more uh, other uh, other cons of working in the business? Well, I think I think the other cons is that sometimes people take their anger out on you, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, and I'm not going to lie, not 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 all funeral directors tolerate that, though. Now, <laughs> I, I, I know I know I know some that even though this is their job, you know, they tell you, let me tell you something now, you know, uh, yeah, not 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 everybody is as empathetic now. Yeah, but and, you and, know, and I, wrong too. Y'all just doing y'all jobs, though, doing yeah. the best that y'all can do. Mm-hmm. But like I tell people that in all things, you got to always deal with people in love. Now that don't mean that you that you you tolerate anything, but you know you try to be empathetic and you try to you know you 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 try to kind of work the situation out. But but like I said, it would have been nice for the guy to say, you know, you know, hey brother, I was wrong, but. You know, you come here and ask me Smith. Like like I said, I, I wish I had him on camera. I would have rolled it back and played him for him. Yeah, you know? and he ain't going to get mad at you. I mean, you're going about with the, the the name he gave you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I have to be careful because me, I'm I'm a really person. And sometimes, you know, and my mama said, like, you know, ways you, you always had a smart mouth. But sometimes, like like I, I did ask the guy, I said, what name you give me? You know? <laughs> yeah, but that it's the truth. What name did you give Yeah. Yeah, my man, oh, that's crazy though. So, what did the funeral? How did the funeral director uh, resolve that situation when they be um, when when somebody had got mad mad with him? 
How do you uh, well, well uh, I mean, we, you know, they they re they resolve the situation, but I mean, sometimes you know, after you when you make a mistake, it's like people ain't gonna never forget that though, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you try not to make a mistake, but you know, I I learned you got to look at things from both sides because you know it is it is a business and people make mistakes, but it, mm -hmm. but in this business you can't afford to make mistakes. Nah, you definitely can't because you just said you can't get easily sued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't afford like you know some people don't want to tell you that, but look, I'm not gonna let nobody walk into nothing. Like I, I, I believe in being open and honest with people about things, and and being transparent because you know you don't never want people to walk into something and, and not know the pros and cons. You know. Exactly. Yeah, because it, it's just important to know what you're gonna get yourself into. Yeah, you have to, because if not, then, you know, you walk blindly into something, you might regret it, you know? Exactly. That's so And, and I'm going to be real with you. A lot of people that go to school for this don't end up doing it because when they get out, they can't take it. They I don't even want to do it no more. I, I got I got a friend of mine that walked away with it, got his license. He done. Ain't nothing you can do to convince him to come back to it. Mm. You know? Yeah, because, it, I mean, it is a lot that you're going, that you, that you see, though. I mean, he got his stuff way before I got mine, and he he walked away from it. He was done with it, and I'm like, you know, I can respect that because you know God led him down a different path. But it's like, you know, sometimes people get into this and and and, and gladly walk away from it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I guess I mean it's it's well it's 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 not for everybody. It seems like. But see, my thing is that you can't take it home with you. Yeah. The only thing I take home with me is appreciation for life. Yeah, oh, that's so true. And and I, and I mean, it's funny because even like when I when I meet different young ladies that I'm interested in or whatever, like you know, it, it's funny. It, it, I mean, I know some of them don't like it, but I tell them straight up, look, you know, time is short. You know, time don't wait on nobody. Like if this ain't something you won't tell me now, I can move on. You know, exactly. Yeah, give me. <laughs> I ain't trying to be funny or nothing, but you know, I ain't gonna waste my life minutes on something that ain't going nowhere. You know, exactly. No, it don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I do understand that it can be overwhelming working in that business. So how do you handle, you know, the how do you handle stress when you do? Uh, well, you know what, to be honest, I thought I handled it well, but turns out I ended up developing spasmodic dysphonia, which, you know, we talked about that last time with my voice. Uh -huh. um, but and that came from stress. But, you know, I, I would say I try to manage it by just creating a balance. Mm -hmm. and what i'm saying is like you know if i got something i gotta do or something well i feel like i need a break or whatever then i you know if, if it's something i have to do then i'll just do it and i i rest myself you know i, I try not to let things get to me and, and and i work on my films and you know the things that i need to do i don't you know if it's something i want to do i go ahead and just get it over with mm -hmm. but you know stress kills people you yeah, it, I was going to say it's a silent killer. So that's mm -hmm. why it's important to kind of find ways to balance. So that's yeah. why I was really wondering, like, how do you balance? Because from the stuff that you just shared, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, I know. And, and and I got one coworker. I think I think he about 70 years old, but he's so funny. Like, you know, now, now he a funeral director. He don't take no stuff. But what I like about him, he a chair. Let me tell you something. This job ain't finna kill me. Well, I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, 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 so he, after he get through with his service, he, he go play his numbers and he done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's how people be uh, passing away uh, real early, too, with stress. You know, yeah. that leads to strokes, heart attacks, all of that. And like I got to tell you, I ain't going to let nothing take me out of here and it'll still be here after I'm gone. You know? it, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm 
Yeah. Yeah. And then what other advice would you give to anyone who wants to work in the uh, funeral business? I would say just try it out and see how you like it. Uh-huh. And don't take on no more than you can handle. Yeah. And my advice to anybody being a mortician, I I'll say I, I always say first, always let God lead you. However he direct you, that's what you do. But but my but my advice outside of that would be, you know, just try it out and see how you like it. And and then I would say this too is that, you know, don't make this your only career because like, you know, if you ever want to break from it, you need to find something else that you can do. You know. It, it, it is exactly like yeah. like with you. You said you did filmmaking on the side. Mm-hmm. And that you also a wrestling manager too. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you know, because so, because sometimes a lot of people that do this, sometimes they ask themselves, "I don't know what I was thinking when I walked into this." <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like yeah, they heard about it and stuff like that. But then, I, but then you can't always look at the money too. That's another thing I was going. Oh say. yeah, well you gotta understand, money money can be replaced, but your time ain't in my thing. That's that, so you know, true. You, yeah, you, got, I, you gotta always find something that you enjoy doing, and don't and don't and I always say like, don't ever get wore out because. Even with the pro wrestling industry, like, you know, even though I haven't gone as far to it as some of the other individuals, but what I can see, I know some people that's in it that, you know, they have shows every weekend and they complaining about balance and schedule. Like, it don't matter what you do. If you don't create a balance, you can hurt yourself. Yeah, you can. You can. Because you got people that be uh, passing out and stuff like that, having yeah. anxiety attacks and health issues. That's why I like when my coworkers say, "You this job ain't finna kill me," you know, because you know this place is still be here, you know. Exactly, and and, and, and then they preparing for you, so yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and like I said, you know, I've had coworkers that went on to be with the Lord and stuff, you know, some young, some old, you know. Wow, see that's I know, you know, one of my coworkers, he had just had a big wedding, and three weeks later had an accident. Wow, a car accident or? Yeah, oh, oh. and you know what? And, and every time I think about that, it still messes me up. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, my I I, I think I think about them almost all the time because it just you know it just happened out of nowhere. You know? Mm -hmm. And how old was he? Uh, thirty-one. Oh wow! Wow, young. Yep, on his way to work, and so like I tell people, always when you get in your car, always ask God to cover you, no matter where you go, because the way these folk drive out here, oh yeah, man, I I know, cause I drive for a living too, so yeah. That, you know, what? I'm gonna be honest. I, I ain't ashamed to say that. You know, I haven't I haven't driven a car since high school. Really? Mm -hmm. Like you know, like I said, I just you know I, I got to a point where I had like road anxiety, so you know I oh. I took a little break from that. I might have to start back, but I but I tell anybody when you get behind the wheel, always ask God to cover you. That's so true, yeah. Because mm -hmm. you just never know. They be driving like um like they like a uh, Need for Speed or NASCAR or something like that. They, yeah, they they driving. <laughs> you and you know what? While I was out in California, believe it or not, I I was walking. I almost got. I almost thank God for His covering. I almost got ran over out there because oh. I, I was I was in Anaheim, like right down the street from where Disneyland is. Okay. As you know, like the hotel we stayed at was like it was like kind of right down the street or whatever. But you know uh -huh. we. We had walked to what was the CVS or whatever out there, mm. and you know I was just telling my grandma because you know my grandma like well boy carry these bags. I told my grandma I said when I walk across the street now, 
I don't want to be crossing the street with all them bags in my hand. Okay. I need to be able to maneuver in case something happens. Right. Lord. Yeah. You ain't got time to be fumbling with no bags trying to run and stuff. Lord, yeah. Lo and behold, the police was chasing somebody. And and thankfully, it was a car like in the police way. But if, if that car went right, that police would have ran me over because he was going so fast. That, that's crazy, though. So it was a, so you basically saw an episode of Cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like that's crazy though. But yeah, you just got to be watchful though. And you got people they yeah. don't they don't stop at the red lights. They'll go right yeah. through a red light like it ain't nothing. Yeah, now don't get me wrong. It would have been nice to stay some extra time in LA, but not like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> not like just, that. You got some of these people that just don't care no more. Yeah, and you know what? But but that's the sad part. But like, but what? But you know the the sad part about the way the world is going. Well, it ain't the world, but some of the people that. People have to understand this, you know, whether they believe it or not, everybody got to give an account to God for the way they live their life. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's far more better to just treat people right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I always say everybody got a court appearance, you know, and we all got that court day summing. We just better make sure that we get it right before we get there. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm hmm. Yeah, but wow, that's scary though. So yeah, and, and, and any other advice you would want to uh, give anyone? Yeah, I would just tell people just try it out and see how you like it, and and I would say have another career outside of this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a question. So your friend that uh, decided not to do it no more, what did he ended up? What did he end up doing? Uh, he's in ministry, and he. Oh, okay. I mean, he was already in ministry, but he went, and then I think he also worked at a hospital too. Oh wow! Okay. So it seemed yeah. like he's happy with those. With, with oh, yeah. Every time I bring it up, he said, wait, let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> see, nah, you ain't see it. See, it's, it's, I mean, it was your calling. You said you've been well, doing 13 years. Well, so. well, when I, when I, when he tell me, let it go, you know, sometimes I'll try to convince him to come back every, I'll be teasing him, but he'd be like, let it go, Wade. I'm, I'm not doing uh, it no more. Uh, I, no I, I, I just see how dedicated, how dedicated uh, you are to it. But but I mean but I mean not only that I I have a coworker uh, that work he literally works seven days a week making removals and he and I mean he he don't take no days off and you know and I often just you know I always say now nah, I ain't gonna let you I ain't gonna do that you know I mean I love it but I but but I love I love my health too but you know yeah. but God gives him the strength to do it and he enjoys it so you know hey everybody different you know exactly that's true and then and you and I think and I think you said a mouthful too just see just try it out and see if you like it yeah because you might get into it and be like I don't know what I was thinking right exactly exactly because you know I tell people and and, and and I'm gonna say and I'm I'm gonna just keep it real because like a lot of times people just look at money and be like oh that's a good job or that's a good yeah. relationship or that's a good this but what people don't realize about that is that, you know, money is a tool that we need, but, you know, you got to understand that your peace of mind is more important than any of that. That's true. That's true. Because all because there's that saying, all money is not good money. Mm, yeah, because you, you can stress yourself so much to where you ain't no good to yourself, you know? Exactly. How you going to be there to spend the money if you ain't, yeah. if you ain't physically able? Mm -hmm. and, and so that's why, like I tell people, you got to take care, you know, you and you. And, and also you got to take some of that money and invest it in yourself. I, I was going to say that, too. Yeah. You just can't be uh, making all that type of money. You're not doing nothing with it. You mm -hmm. know, you get the best to let it keep growing. Yeah. Somebody else going to spend it. it. Exactly. And that's what you don't want. So that's why I agree. Investment is important. Yeah.
but, but you know, but but you know, like you know, God is good, and like I said, I, like you know, me Thursday, whenever I got something to do, with, and that's the one thing that I do appreciate. You know, the people that I work for, like you know, they're they're very lenient with the workers, like. You know, don't, 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 don't get me wrong. You don't want to take that for granted. But, I mean, if you got something going on, all you got to do is just let them know. You know, they're, they're pretty understanding with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about being genuine and passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I said, I didn't, I, you know, you, ne- you never know. Sometimes you might get a call, but can you come help us out? Somebody couldn't make it a deal. You know, and, and life happens, you know. So oh, Yeah. It, Oh, you know, you, you just got to be, you just got to be prepared, you know? That's true. And, and, yeah, because uh, people go through stuff, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. And you just said you just got to prepare for the unpredictable. Yeah. And and another thing I would say that, you know, sometimes, you know, you just need to sit back and, you know, relax. And like I said, don't don't sweat the small stuff. Even even like when we was on the airplane, right? Like, uh, my, it was funny because mm-hmm. my mom. You know, there, there was a lady, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't like to get into calling people names or whatever, but <laughs> I don't know what exactly what race the lady was or whatever, but, you know, my mom, we were on the plane and my mom told me to grab her bag. And see, me, when I travel, I travel real light, so, like, my suitcase always got room in it in the case I need to bring something back. You know, yeah. like, I, I travel very lightly. That's true. A lot of times, I don't even carry no, even though, you know, a lot of times we fly when you get a free bag on, but, like, I don't... Mm-hmm. I, well, it really ain't free. You pay for it in the fee, but that's just the way yeah. they, that's just the way they structure it or whatever. But it's like, you know, I I just you know, it's my philosophy is I always travel light. You know, uh, that's just me. But like, you know, my mom she had a bag or whatever, and the lady uh, heard my mom tell me to grab her bag, and the lady put she put her seat down in the bag, and so my mom got the fussing. And I told my mom like, look, calm down. It's already never going on in the world. Like, let's not get so. So worked up, but but that's why, like I say, like I try to, I try to deal with people as less as possible. Mm-hmm. You know? So you know, sometimes you just walk in a situation, but but I try to just, you know, like I said, I get on the plane, I I try to travel light, I I try not to, you know, get, carry, you know, get my little bag when I get off or whatever. I'm good, you know. Exactly. I, I like that song, Ease On Down the Road. Don't carry nothing that might be a load. Like that, that's and, my method. And then, you, and then you be here in situations where people luggage be uh, going missing, too. Well, I know I don't know if you heard, but up, up here in Chicago, they had a fight at one of our bigger airports, uh, O'Hara Airport, which is the biggest the biggest airport out, uh-huh. out there. I mean, I always fly to Midway, but, you yeah. know, O'Hara is the biggest one. But it's like, it's like, wow, like, you know, people got to fighting and boxing, and I'm like, and I'm saying to myself, you know what, Lord, maybe I do hope you bless me to get well known so that I can just walk in the airport and get right on the plane and go out by my bed. <laughs> wow, I didn't hear about this. So they was fighting over missing luggage? I don't know what they were fighting over, but it was like a group of, it, it, it looked like blacks and Latinos fighting each other. It was just. Oh, that's a shame. But now and I, I mean, we are brothers and sisters, whether we black, white, Latino, Asian or whatever. You know, I, I feel that we are human. And like, you know, even though we might have different cultures i mean we still the same you know yeah. and, 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 and i mean it's just you know we are different in ways but i mean everybody's different even if you're the same race or whatever gender or whatever you know i mean it's with people you know and and, and all of us are individuals but we're all brothers and sisters that's so yeah. true that's so and, and that's what and that's what we need more we need more love out here I mean, it's like it's it's a it's a it's a lot of animosity out here, and it's a lot of hatred out here for no reason. Yeah. And it's sad, you know. People are just 
and you know, it, you know, it, it's too much going on in the world for people to be so divided. Is that I know exactly? Yeah, it should not be no division, especially when we all are human. Yeah, yeah, but that's crazy though. And then they do know that that that, that they're gonna get in trouble for uh, fighting in the airport like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but the crazy thing about it, security didn't even rush in just yet to stop it. I don't blame you. Know what? I don't blame them either. I don't blame them because they ain't finna get hurt on the drop. And then well. Yeah, and, and see the funny thing. The funny thing is, I don't, I don't blame them either. Cause like nowadays, with the way the laws are, you know, they, they, they giving, they, they're, they're being more lenient towards violence. Like you know, they may not be directly doing it on purpose, but it, it, it's like nowadays because of, you know, things that the police might have misdone or whatever. But now it's like mm -hmm. to the point where like even police and security guard, they don't really want to intervene because, you know, it's like they don't they don't want to risk their lives either. That's so true because they have families, they have to come home too as well. And, and then and then if they act to something, then it's kind of like they get vilified and stuff, you know, so I understand. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't, I don't blame them for not jumping in because if they get hurt, then uh, then they just going to be replaced. That's yeah. it. The yeah, because I'm not going to lie. be there. But, yep, because I'm not gonna lie. Right here at work, when when that lady was was trying to when that lady was trying to fight the police. Oh yeah. I was I was I was standing. I was literally standing right out there, and she and I'm not gonna lie. She was wrong, cause I mean, but I mean, but if that police would have pulled his gun out and shot it, then they would have said he was. But I was right there it, to see the whole thing. Exactly right. And, and, and all he did was ask her. Please leave. She like, I ain't going nowhere or whatever. Then, then they start talking about you kill people and all that. So like, I get it. But my thing is that, you know, that was a situation. That was a, a point in time where he gave her the chance to walk away. And then she walked away. Then she turned around and had more words with the police. So you can't do that though. You can't do that. Now he would now uh, now because he could have tased her too for trying to attack him. Yeah, like I said, when she went to her car, we don't know if she grabbed a weapon or what, but she got ready to walk back on him. You know. Oh, nah, see, you can't do. See, you can't. You don't want to bring stuff upon you either. But that's what I'm saying. That like, and, and now we live in this world now with like it's with social media. It's so easy for people to get vilified. So people are, are extra careful now. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, it's but, to the point now people can even take and twist what you say. So like, you got to be real careful, you know? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But that's just so sad, though. I mean, yeah. but like I said again, we just need more love out here, and I feel like if we do have more love, then this world will be better. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that kind of goes back to my last episode. Um, well, not well. I want to say it was episode four when I was talking talking about uh, putting putting God first. Yeah. You know, I pretty much broke it down that we live in the revelations right now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and and to be honest, to be truthful, we've been living in it. We just in a manifestation of it. Exactly. That's but, true. But I mean, I'm but 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 it's, but it's but it's always already been happening. You know. Mm hmm. Yeah, they call it the end of the days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's just real sad, though. But like I said, we just have to stay prayed up out here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So is there any more other advice you want to uh, give give the listeners? Oh, uh, and I and I and I would just say if you're gonna get into this, just make sure make sure you you really you 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 really think about it and give it a chance, and you know just prepare yourself for it. And, you know, and, and like I said, just, you know, have something else you can do outside of this so that you won't, you, you won't overwhelm yourself and be stuck doing one thing. And one thing I'll tell anybody, like, you ne you want, you never want to stick yourself doing one thing. Always give yourself enough wiggle room, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah.
All right. So now, uh, now we're gonna play a game now, and it's gonna be called "Would You Rather." So I'm gonna just okay. uh, name two scenarios, and you would just tell me which one uh would be better for you. Got you. Okay. Okay. So, would you rather direct a drama film or a documentary? A, a documentary, hands down. You say hands down. You a documentary person? Yeah, so so what so uh so what is it about documentaries that get you, that uh, attracts you versus a drama film? Uh, I think sometimes drama films like you know uh I don't I don't know I feel like it's enough people doing those but what but what I like about documentaries you have a lot of more room to play around with it like you know you don't you don't get judged for acting it's it's really just all about the way you structure the documentary. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and I feel like because when you do like narrative films or whatever, like, you know, sometimes, you know, a- actors get judged pretty harshly sometimes. You know? Yeah, exactly. And they only doing the best that they can do. You know, ain't, yeah. no, ain't no such thing as perfection, you know. Yeah, but when you but when you did but when you deal when you actually deal with documentaries, though, it's just you got real people just telling the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, okay. So now if you now if you was now if you happen to film a drama film, would you rather have Idris Elba or Michael B. Jordan starring in the film? Probably Michael B. Jordan, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him too. Uh, did you uh, check out that movie Creed? Creed Three. Uh, I didn't, but one of my friends got a chance to work on it actually. Oh, he worked on it. Well, she worked on it, yeah. She. Oh, okay. So she was like the um, director, produce. Well, no, she, was, she was like a, uh, a production assistant. Okay, well that's good then. That's good. Yeah, because yeah, that was a, that was a good movie. So I would recommend people to check that movie out. And then yeah. that was his first direct uh, directorial um job too. Well, you know what? <laughs> I to me, I want to say that like I know a lot of people might get upset with me for this, but you know, to be honest with me, um, I don't really care for directing, but but I feel like that's one of the it's it's one of the easier jobs in filmmaking. But you get but. But they judge you for that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I thought for the first film, he did good. Yeah, because I mean, all you're pretty much doing is like, you know, you're 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 blocking with the characters. You know, you're you're telling them how to move and you know how to put a little more emphasis in the line, and then you pretty much, you pretty much is you pretty much is the audience on set. So mm-hmm. you pretty much just keeping the eye, making sure everything goes smoothly, making sure you block and tell the characters, you know, maybe try it this way, try it that way, maybe put a little more of this into it, maybe take that away, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then you kind of check with the lighting and grip and all that stuff. But to me, it's it's to me, it's the easy it to me, it's the easier job. I mean, to me, the people that have it harder, I would say is um the writers. I mean, I like producing, but you know, producing, you know, you I mean, if everything falls apart, you you pretty much you and the director may get the blame, but I feel like overall that we're producing. I feel like you know you handle the finances and you know the money and all that stuff. So I I feel like dealing with the numbers to me that's a little um harder. But I mean, I love that better. But directing to me that that's kind of like yeah, it, it seemed it seemed like it. Yeah, yeah. Some pe- I- some people might say some people might say that it's different, but you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess to each his own, though. Yeah. Yeah. So now, if you were filming a documentary, would you rather document the funeral business or a life as a film, as being a filmmaker? I think more about a filmmaker. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I've made one about the funeral business, but I mean, oh, you really? know, I, I mean, but I, I, I like telling stories about other stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, but that's cool then. That's cool. So now we're going to switch it up some. Now it's going to be about traveling now. So uh, would you rather uh, take a cruise to Hawaii or Jamaica? Uh, I would say probably Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of what Hawaii is so nice. Yeah. Yeah, then they said Jamaica is nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess with the uh, with Hawaii, you won't even need a passport versus if you go to Jamaica, you would need a passport. I know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, now this is something music related. So would you rather listen to hip hop music all day or R and B music all day? I'll probably R and B. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, would you rather rock Air Force Ones or? Oh, Ones anytime. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. Now, um, now, are you a roller coaster person? Uh, not really. I mean, I get on some of them as long, long as they go up and straight down. But in, anything that do all that twisting and turning, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You say, uh-uh, I ain't for you. <laughs> all right. So mm -hmm. now, uh, now, if you was in, into these type of rats, would you either rag Goliath or the Raging Bull? Oh, need the one of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, hey, I'm kind of like that too. I don't like all them drops. I'll take, <laughs> take the merry go round. I'll take the merry. Nah, I remember the. Uh, I remember one year I went to Great America. This is when um, the Raging Bull was real popular. So, yeah. um, so I had. Uh, so I know my dad and my stepmom rode the ride. My brother wanted to ride it, but he was kind of short at the time. I remember yeah. stepping over that seat. I'm like, I ain't getting on this because yeah. what it is though, it's like you go all the way up, and that drop is so deep too. Mm -hmm. so right. like, that ain't for me. And then when I saw Goliath, I'm like, if I can't do the Raging Bull, then I'm definitely not gonna do Goliath because that You're that's right, a new yeah. there too. So nah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So would you rather uh, play the Xbox One or PS Five? I'm a PS5 guy. Yeah, yeah. Seemed like, yeah, that PS5 doing pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, and then last question. So, would you rather uh, do laser tag or paintball or, or paintball guns? Uh, laser tag. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I did. I, now, I did paintball. I did paintball guns once. Never again. Yeah, them things hurt. Yeah, they, yeah, they're doing that. People be all mesmerized about it and stuff like that. You know, I'm like, it's pain. Yeah, my sister had to get shot in the eye with a paintball before. Dang. Yeah, yeah, we I never forget that. We we were like on, on the south side of Chicago and, oh. and these kids they were shooting paintballs at us. And uh -huh. they end up shooting and my sister ended up getting hit in the eye with one of the paintballs. Wow. And you know, but like I said, I don't I don't know why people like do you know wicked stuff like that, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially when you know those things hurt. Why would you just pop yeah. them out in the open like that? Mm -hmm. Some sometimes I sometimes I, I often wish God would just stop people from doing wrong to other people, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> because you wouldn't want nobody to do you like that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But 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 was she okay? Yeah, but I mean she had to ask her on her eye. Oh, but like I said, you know, but it, but but I I thank God to this day we we don't we don't really remember who they were. I mean, we know what the house and everything was, but you know, we they they never looked into it or nothing. Uh huh. 
Yeah. You know, but, but I mean, nowadays, you know, you can't play with people like that. Because nowadays, you shoot a paintball, they might go get a real, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they be trying mm-hmm. to, and they be doing a lot of that stuff on Halloween, too. Yeah, but, I, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I, yeah. I, I just don't know why people, that that's why, like I said, I'm to the point now, like, well, I, re, I really stay away from people. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie. If 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 I wasn't in the funeral business, I would probably want a remote job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kind of on that one too because it's just the way how, how the world is, though. Yeah, and I know I know some I know some people said that you know they would rather they would rather not um how can I put it they would rather not um, be in the house all day. But it's like it's like you know you think about it you know it's like. Some of the people in the world done got so wicked. You really, you really hate to go out and really be around people. Like it's not everybody, but it's like me. I don't, I don't mind being in the house and you know uh-huh. being being out to myself. Like, like I mean, I love people, but I stay away from. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you got to uh, walk away from negativity. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's unfortunate though. That yeah. that you know that that people we have to start you know isolating ourselves from people. Yeah, but sometimes it's the best thing, you know. It is. It's probably the best medicine. Yeah, I agree, and that's why I'm glad mm-hmm. that you could um you could pretty much have stuff delivered to your house. You don't even have to do grocery shopping no more. You could just uh, order yeah. your stuff online. They bring it to you. Yeah, it's gotten so bad. I hate me. You go, you go in the store. You don't know if somebody going to start shooting in there or nothing. You know. Oh yeah, it's sad. I mean, I mean, even with going to work, you know, like you know, you just got to be prayerful, you know. Mm, that's true. That's true. That's why when I go to the store, I just get what I need to get and keep it moving. Yeah, really, I'm one. I'm I'm a firm believer that nowadays all businesses need security. Yeah, I agree. But they need the armed security though. And and and, and I ain't talking about no one or two guards. I'm talking about you need at least three or four of them in every business. Yeah, I agree because I don't think it's mm-hmm. fair that one security guard is up in there. No, I mean because yeah. they come in. These some of these people might come in pairs now, or they might, or it might be four of them at once. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I think they should have at least, you know, three to yeah. four security guards, you know, yeah. patrolling the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to end up getting hurt. Mm-mm. No, you don't. You don't. Yep. So is there anything else you want to leave the listeners today? Uh I would just say stay blessed and just stay safe and just keep God first. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So now now how can the listeners um follow you on social media? Uh, so I'm Wade Simmons Filmmaker uh, 777 on Vimeo, and then you can find me on Facebook, uh, Wade Simmons, or you can find me on Instagram, uh, Wade Jedi 99. Hey, I mean, I'm I'm a chatterbox, so feel free to reach out. <laughs> All right, well, cool. Well, again, Wade, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really appreciate it, and I hope that you know your uh, your message got out there to people that was real that's really looking to get into the funeral industry. Oh uh, yeah, well, God willing, anytime you need me, I'll gladly come on. Oh yeah, I appreciate, it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. It. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. Uh huh. Well, that's going to do it for Inspiring Discussions, Episode 7. I would like to thank my guest, Wade Simmons, again for stopping by. It was definitely appreciated. And I would like to thank all of the listeners for tuning in. And Episode 8 will be coming out soon. So please tune in. And if anyone is interested, I have some merchandise on my website. So please feel free to browse around. And I will leave the link in the description box. And I would gladly appreciate any comments or reviews on today 
today's episode. And please subscribe to get notifications on new episodes. And also check out Wrestling Discussions, where I talk about WWE topics. And you all can follow me on Instagram at BlueShades1993. You can follow me on at Twitter on at, at ashleyjanae 93 And you can also find me on Facebook. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Ashley Janae. Stay safe and God bless you all. Thank you.